Hey guys, Eric Martel here. And as you know, I'm all about early retirement, financial freedom, passive income so that you can stop trading your time for money. And I believe that this should be everyone's number one goal to achieve financial freedom. And the only way to do this is to build a passive income portfolio. And I'm here to tell you the best places to invest in real estate today. In my videos, I keep telling you about properties that beat the stock market and achieve like returns of eight to 12%. And people keep asking me, where do you find them? In this video, I'm going to show you exactly how you find the right markets for you to invest in. I'm going to share with you also the top 10 markets that I invest in, as well as a website where I'm sharing all the data that I've captured to help you find the market that you're looking for. But before we get right into it, make sure you like and subscribe because every week I'm going to put out videos to help you stop trading your time for money and achieve financial freedom. Let's dive right in and here are the criteria that I use in order to find the best places to invest in real estate in 2022. Criteria number one is landlord friendly states. So thinking like an investor in a rental real estate space, I want to be able to to have the laws on my side, right? So I'm looking for states that are landlord friendly. It doesn't mean that the tenants are necessarily treated poorly, but I want to be able to evict a tenant fairly easily if they don't pay rent. And I also want to be able to increase rent to the market rent uh, whenever I want. So this is just business. Are right? you thinking like an investor? You want to have the laws on your side. And this is also passive income. You're living on that income. You want to rely on that. You want to be able to increase the, the rent to the market rent. If a tenant doesn't pay, of course you want to get rid of it. It's just logical. And because of that, your number one criteria should be to invest in a landlord friendly state. So no to states like California, Washington, and New York and yes to states like Ohio and Tennessee. So the next criteria is demographic. So rental business is a business. So you need customers. You need people that are going to be renting your apartment. So you want to make sure that the population is, is growing. You want to make sure that it's the right population, the right age group and all of that. So there's a bunch of criteria around that, but you want to make sure in general that the population is growing but growing at a sustainable rate. If the population is growing at a very fast rate, what happens is that the demand for housing increases dramatically and then it's very hard to get, to get the deals that you're looking for. So this is why I aim for demographics for population growth that are around or below 1%. So if you're looking at a market with a high population growth, it's great for you if you already own a property there because you're going to see your, the value of that property go up rapidly. But it's not so good if you're trying to buy a property in that market. So that's why in order for me to, to make money, to generate passive income, I need to be in a market where the population growth is more sustainable. Again, around the 1% mark. So I also avoid uh, cities where the population is declining, obviously. I, you know, I don't want to be uh, in a situation where my customer base, the people that are going to rent my apartments or my house, is declining every year. So this rules out cities like Austin, Texas, Miami, uh, Phoenix, Arizona. These are, these are cities that are growing very rapidly. And you can see also that the demand for housing there is through the roof. It could still be a great market, but for a different strategy. And again, I'm focused on passive income, having rental properties that are going to generate that passive income for me for a long period of time. 
Third criteria, business diversification. In general, I mean, you want to invest in a city that is, that is well balanced, that has, is not all automobile industry and, uh, or steel industry. You want to have a variety of businesses that are really thriving in that, in that city so that if changes in the economy occurs, then the city doesn't go down with it. The common example, obviously, is Detroit when it was at the top of the auto industry and all everything that was auto-related was in Detroit. And then when that sector of the economy was hit by all kinds of imports and all kinds of other uh, economic issues, it was hard to get any kind of jobs there and then people were moving out of the city into other cities where they could find jobs. So we don't want to be in that situation and have the whole city collapse on us. We want to have something that the city can rely on for other workers to find a job in that same city without it disrupting the rental market. Criteria number four is the 1% rule. And the 1% rule, just as a reminder, is an indication or a metric that this particular property, this particular investment is likely going to cash flow. And it is calculated by taking the monthly gross rent and dividing it by the value of the property. So how do we replicate that 1% rule with aggregate data from the Census Bureau of the Bureau of Labor Statistics? We basically take the median monthly rent and we divide it by the median house value. And now we're looking obviously for a little bit bigger range, obviously, because some cities have, you know, you have very expensive houses on one end and you have very cheap houses on the other end, and then the rent falls somewhere in between. So I'm looking for an expanded 1% rule ratio between 0.8 and 1.2%. So an example of how that 1% rule works is that if I have a property that's worth $100,000, uh, the rent would need to be about $1,000 a month in order for this particular house to cash flow. So when you're close to that 1% rule, that $1,000 is going to pay for all your expenses and your mortgage, and there's still going to be money left over. So if you're looking to use these criteria to find the markets that you're looking for, uh, it's going to take you a lot of effort to go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, Census Bureau, Department of Number, and gather all that data together and collate it. Well, I've saved you a lot of steps, and I created a website called investor-list.com, investor-list.com, and then you will be able to find all the data that I've captured and be able to filter that data and find the right market for you. You're welcome. So I've tried for years to invest in real estate in some of the cities that I lived in, tried to invest in my backyard, and I just couldn't find where the numbers made sense. That's why I had to look out of state to find properties that would cash flow with a great return. I had to come up with a strategy and criteria to find the right markets. And then when I found them, I built a team over there and then we started investing. These are the best market that I could find. These are the markets that I'm investing in today. So without further ado, let's talk about the top 10 cities to invest for rental properties. So this is in no particular order. You can be successful using any of these cities. According to Realtor.com, Memphis is the number one real estate market that we invest in. And this is where a lot of uh, first-time home buyers and investors are battling it out for the best homes. There's a ton of investors that we see in there that are building new infrastructure for the city to make it even better. 
But to be honest with you, it's getting harder and harder to find deals in there. And the reason is that there's more and more people interested in, in the Memphis market and it's driving the prices of the houses up. The median house price in, uh, in Memphis is about $170,000 by Realtor.com. And the median rent is about $1,550 a month for a three bedroom home. So not exactly the 1% rule, but a savvy investor can find a deal out there and that's going to cash flow. We're finding deals there every month still that are cash flowing. And over the last three years, the rent for the three bedroom apartments has increased over 60%. Next city, Cleveland, Ohio. So this market has great cash flow and is relatively low priced. According to Realtor.com, the median house price in Cleveland is $110,000. And the median rent in Cleveland is $1,050. So you can see that this puts you very close to the 1% rule. And this is probably why we're able to find so many deals that are cash flowing in Cleveland. Great market. Next up, St. Louis, Missouri. Lots of opportunities in St. Louis. Lots of properties that are real and have offered like great cash flows. Uh, one of the key components also is lots of different suburbs in St. Louis. So you have to be working with someone that really knows all the intricacies, the rules, and the process of each of the suburbs and municipalities that you're planning to invest in. And that's generated a showstopper for a lot of people in there. You can end up with some surprises. I've had some surprises, $25,000 surprises there, things that we didn't know. And uh, so it does happen. Work with someone that knows all the rules and the intricacies of that particular market. According to Zillow, the median house price is $166,000. And Zumper is reporting that the median rent is $1,475 a month for a three bedroom home. As you can see, again, very close to the 1% rule. And if you look very hard, you're gonna be able to find some great deals out there. And the house value in St. Louis has increased 14% over the last year. Next up, Detroit, Michigan. A lot of people still have a lot of reservations about the Detroit market, but trust me, there are some great opportunities to be had there. Lots of great cash flowing properties at a very good price. You just have to find the right neighborhood and there are quite a few out there. The median listing price of a single family home is $75,000 and the median rent is about $1,000 for a three bedroom home, according to Zumper. So again, you can see that this is blowing that 1% rule right out of the water. And this is why we're seeing so many great opportunities in Detroit. We can buy this market day in and day out. This is fantastic. Just find the right neighborhood, low crime neighborhood, and uh, things that are really developing very well. And you can find some great cash flowing properties in there. Next up, Cincinnati, Ohio. So the home values in Cincinnati has increased 19.8% last year. And Zillow predicts that it's gonna increase another 12% in 2022. So this is a city that looks great to invest in just for appreciation, but you can find cash flowing properties there as well. The median house value in Cincinnati is about $220,000 and the median rent is $1,480 per month for a three bedroom home. So as you can see, this is a little bit on the higher end of that 1% rule. And that's because the house prices have soared in Cincinnati. But if you look, you can find some properties that are a little bit cheaper that are still gonna cash flow. Next up, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The median list price of a home in Pittsburgh is $225,000. This is an incredibly strong renter's market. The median rent in Pittsburgh is $1,650 per month for a three bedroom home, which is the highest rent that we have on that top 10 list. So if you find a property that's a little bit closer to that 1% rule, you can get a great cash flowing property. 
So this is a market that I really like. I really like the numbers. I really like everything that I'm seeing. And we've tried to get in that market and invest there for a while. It's just been a little bit harder to find the right team on the ground. But this year, we're gonna get there. Next up is Birmingham, Alabama. Something to note that's interesting is that the cost of living in Birmingham is 2% below the national average, according to Forbes, which means you get a lot more for your money there and just better quality of life. The median list price for a house is $170,000, according to Realtor.com. And the median rent is $1,150 a month for a three-bedroom home. So if you find a property there that's close to that 1% rule, just grab that property because there's still plenty of room for appreciation and it's going to cash flow. Next up, Indianapolis, Indiana. The median house price in Indianapolis is $219,000, trending up 18.4% since last year. And according to Zumper, the rent has increased 12% to $1,450 for a three-bedroom house. Again, this property is a little bit on the higher end on the 1% rule. It's a little bit harder than to find properties that are going to cash flow in this market, but great appreciation market. Uh, and uh, one of the reasons is that there's a great population increase. And suburban areas around Indianapolis have seen 20% gain in population over the last 10 years as well. So the house prices is a little bit higher than what we've seen in other markets, but it's still way below the national average. The next step is Dayton, Ohio. Over the last five years, the median house price in Dayton, Ohio has increased 114%. That's about 20% increase year over year. The median house price is $130,000 according to Realtor.com. And the average rent for a three bedroom is $1050, which is up 11% year over year. This is a big increase in rent. The prices have gone up significantly, but, uh, and the rent hasn't really kept up to that. So it's a little bit below on the, on the 1% rule, but you can still find lots of gems in there. I actually went and visited that with uh, my son the last week and lots of opportunities there for, uh, for renovations and rentals. So definitely something to look forward to. And last but not least, Louisville, Kentucky. The house values in Louisville has increased 12% last year. And the median house value is now $220,000 according to Realtor.com. One of the great advantage of Louisville, Kentucky is that the property taxes is incredibly low, less than 1%, 0.93% of the assessed value in, uh, in Jefferson County. The median rent in Louisville, $1,475 a month for a three-bedroom home. This is an increase of 15% year over year. In one of these 10 cities, I guarantee you that you're gonna be able to find a property that will work for you. So I've personally invested in Memphis, Cleveland, St. Louis, and Detroit, and we're planning to invest in the rest of these top 10 cities this year. Make sure you like and subscribe because I'm gonna do everything I can to help you achieve financial freedom as fast as you can. Thank you and goodbye.